The lesson on which the sermon today is based is taken from 1 Peter chapter 2, beginning at the fourth verse, revealing who Jesus is and who you are. As you come to him, the living stone, rejected by men but chosen by God and precious to him, you also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. For in Scripture it says, See, I lay a stone in Zion, a chosen and precious cornerstone, and the one who trusts in him will never be put to shame. Now to you who believe, this stone is precious, but to those who do not believe, the stone the builders rejected has become the capstone, and a stone that causes men to stumble and a rock that makes them fall. They stumble because they disobey the message, which is also what they were destined for. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. This is the word of our God. Dear living stones, I remember not too long ago on a windy day in March standing just out here in a field behind where I stand now as we had a groundbreaking. And it was the time that we came out there as a congregation so excited to see what kind of building the Lord was going to be building here. And, and just to see that first shovelful be turned over and then the big equipment came and, and now the question that we often get asked as pastors and, and even from people in the community is, when's the church going to get done? Has all that has happened these last weeks and month and a half affected the construction schedule because they see the church that's being built out there, this large building and we're wondering, is it going to be June, July, August, September? When do we get to worship there? And when I go and actually walk in that space and, and see the beauty of that space and all the detail that now is being finished, I can't help but, but look beyond the building to the people that are going to be gathered there. I, I walk into the front entryway and I can't wait to see voices and, and be able to hug again and, and to have areas that we can talk and congregate and, and to go into the worship space and, and there to have choirs and children and people singing, praising God, all the things that we'll be able, be able to do. And, and I hope you see the difference here between a building that we sometimes call church and what the church is. God really helps us understand how he defines church in these words before us. And when he defines a church, he's not talking about a building with a steeple. He's talking about you and, and me. We are church. That is what God is building. He's building people together into one, united in Christ, and that's the image we're given here, a beautiful building program of God. And it's built in a very specific way for a very specific purpose. And we have this image given to us right in the middle here. It's talking about the cornerstone, a chosen and a precious cornerstone. Now before my office lost its window, I could watch out there as they were setting the lines for the foundation. And we could use tripods with laser lights and they were even using GPS positioning for the bulldozers to make sure everything was leveled, every line was shot so the building was perfect and in place. They didn't have these things in Jesus' day. 
What was crucial for a building to be square and straight and strong was to pick the perfect cornerstone. And a cornerstone isn't something you put into the building to show the date like we do today. No, the cornerstone was a stone that the builder would make sure the lines were true so that that it would shoot straight lines and have straight walls and then the building would be straight and it would be perfect as it went up and it would stand strong. The cornerstone was crucial. Now as we talk about the church being people, what kind of cornerstone do we want to build on? We don't want to build on a cornerstone like, like me or, or like you. That building wouldn't stand. If God were to pull us out of the heap and look at us, would he say, yes, this is the one who will set the standard for my church. This is the one who is always straight in his path. This is the one who is strong enough to hold the church and make it stand. Not you, not me. We're the stone that would be cast away. We're the stone that wouldn't be used that way. No, he needed a precious, a chosen cornerstone, and that cornerstone is Christ. That's why he came as he did. He came to be the one that the church could be built on. You see, we are the ones who sin. We are the ones that cause the the division between us and God. We are the ones that, that receive rightfully the death that does come, and yet Jesus comes to just turn all that over. You see, the church is built in the cornerstone of Christ who is the way, the truth, and the life. He came on Good Friday to bear all sin and he was raised on Easter Sunday so God could guarantee that all sin is gone and all the guilt that accompanies it, that life reigns. That's the cornerstone of the Christian church. People believing in Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior where sins are forgiven and life is guaranteed. But the stone that God has chosen is the one that these worldly builders have rejected. It's just too narrow. The stone that Jesus reveals about himself is he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. And to the world, they want their own way. They want their own path. They want their own definitions, their own morality, their own expectations, and they want their own existence of what life will be beyond this life. And so they cast Jesus aside, but but not, not you and me. We understand that this is the stone that God has chosen. And when God chooses this stone and chooses us to be built on it, we stand strong and everything changes. It changes for us And we're given the description of how God sees us. This is what you are now with Christ, the chief cornerstone, setting the standard, and now God taking us and through our life making us more and more like Christ in the work of the Holy Spirit. And he says, you are the living stones built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Christ Jesus. Do you see what your life is? Your life is one big, long sacrifice that's pleasing to God. He sees you through Jesus Christ and and what you say and what you do and how you live. These are the sacrifices we give to God. So often we think that what we do is we come to worship on a Sunday or we throw an offering to the plate and those are the sacrifices we give. If that's you think is the only expectation God has, that's far too little. Our whole life, 
as, as every role we take on in life, whether it's neighbor or parent, whether it's man or woman or child, whether it's student or employer or employee, whether it's retiree or newborn, in Christ, God sees us as living stones that he uses and builds together to continue to grow his church and make it strong. And we're given such purpose too. Here's another description God gives of you and me as these living stones. He says, You are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Jesus went into the darkness of sin and death and comes out of the tomb and shows us light and life. And now God gives us this special purpose and meaning. Even if we have to shelter at home, we're still the priests of God. We have access to him. We can pray to him directly as the Old Testament priests did. We need no go-between. No, Christ has taken away anything that divides us from him. We are a royal priesthood, a holy nation. And just think of that. Understand, this is how God sees us. He sees us as a holy people. There's no more sin that, that, that is involved in God's image of you. It's been taken away. And then God says, a people belonging to him with a plan and a purpose. Our whole life is one big sacrifice, one big offering of praise to the one who has called us out of darkness into his wonderful light. I can't wait to worship in this facility that we are building back here. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be beautiful. It'll contain God's people and God's word and God's sacraments. All the tools are there. But when God builds a church, he's not talking about bricks and mortar. He's talking about people. He's building his church, which is you. He's pulled you out of the heap and taken the mud of sin off of you and made you a living stone. And you are the church being built as a spiritual house that is a pleasing and acceptable sacrifice to God through Christ Jesus. Built on the cornerstone of Christ, be the priests that you are. Amen. Now may the peace of God which passes our understanding, move and guide our hearts through Christ Jesus that we might be living stones offering praise and sacrifices pleasing to him. Amen.